Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you. I believe it is a mission and a calling, and I'm telling you what, I believe things are getting very, very serious. And um, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. I don't know where you are in your belief, your faith. I don't know where you are as far as how you feel about this nation, this country. But we're going to talk about it today. First, we're going to go to numero uno one. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I beg for your wisdom. I beg for your courage. Father, I beg for your protection over this nation, the people, your children, over President Donald Trump and all those around him, his family. Father, you know, you know the truth. Allow us all to know the truth and allow this truth to truly set America free again, to set your children free, that you are the truth. You are the way and the light. We've lost that light, not because you went away, but because we turned away. So I pray, Heavenly Father, we will turn around and we will be your light once again in America. And where there is light, the darkness is removed. Father God, give us wisdom, courage, discernment. And may we always act and do the things that we do in love. May our anger be a righteous anger and not a selfish one. I ask that you will bless today's show, Father, for such a time as this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is the beginning of Holy Week, as you know. We're uh, going to talk about that a little bit, not very much. But I have a lot of things I do want to mention to you. They say you can't go home. Have you ever heard that expression? Well, of course, we all know it means that past times, which we fondly remember, can never be repeated. So it is fruitless to go home and expect that same emotion, that same feeling. They say this, that we're living in now is the new normal, and we must accept it. They say no one is above the law, but their words are lies. We can see it. I understand, as much as anyone can understand, the left's push to overtake this nation for power and greed and money, prestige, whatever the case may be. What I don't understand 
is why the American people are laying down and taking it. Now, I'm not saying rise up in violence. But why are we taking it? Why do we accept the absurd? Why are we allowing them to abuse, mutilate, destroy our children, murder our children? If we can't go home, perhaps we can bring America home again. I believe there is a difference. What do we do, America? How can we, the people, put an end to the regime that is consuming and ruining this nation? They obviously, obviously do not care about your safety or about the nation being a shining city on the hill. Do you, America, care about these things? Are you content for your children to live in a dark and confused land? Do you really hate God or believe that he has no place in politics? If you are a believer, you cannot separate God from any part of your life. If you do, there is no light. Believers are to be that light. In Matthew five fourteen through 16, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and then put it under a basket. But on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light show, shine before others so that they may see your good works and gl- give glory to your Father who is in heaven. President Ronald Reagan said, For we must consider that we shall be as a city upon the hill. The eyes of all people are upon us, so that if we, so that if we shall deal falsely with our God in this work we have undertaken, and so cause him to withdraw his presence from us, we shall be made a story and a byword through the world. Is that where we are, America? We're no longer a superpower. We're no longer independent. Those in charge say we're not a Christian nation and they are now attacking believers. They say you can never go home. But our God is calling us home. He is telling us to stop hiding the light and let it shine brightly to all people. We are in the Holy Week. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the next verse, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. When Peter and Silas, thinking of what's happening to, Don, to Donald J. Trump tomorrow, and what our J6 prisoners are, and those that are being gathered up even as we speak, 
when Peter and Silas were thrown into prison, they sang praises to the Lord. They sang praises to the Lord, and their light did shine, and the locks fell off, and the doors were opened, but they did not run away. They shared their light with everyone there. And the jailer himself was saved. Now is not the time for American Christians to be to remain silent, to hide their faith, to be afraid, for fear is captivity. Silence is not golden, as the old song said. Silence is slavery. And slavery is darkness. And light is God. And God is liberty. One man here is taking the wounds for all Americans, for most Americans. President Trump is being persecuted, not prosecuted. This is not America. This is not the home that we remember. They say you can never go home, but we can. And we must bring America home. The light on that hill is flickering. Will you not now remove the cover and let it shine brightly? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because It contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252. You'll be glad you did. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, all that we're going to talk about, of course, it goes all back to what's happening right now, and that's the uh, impending indictment, <laughs> arraignment, or whatever they call it, of President Trump. Now, this isn't about President Trump, even though he is the one in the forefront. He is the victim. He is the victim of our apathy. He has taken the lead to bring America home. And he is the victim. It is not prosecution. It is persecution. And they do not plan to just slap him on the wrist. They plan to lock him up. The one mistake I believe he made was not locking Hillary up. And I don't know that he could have got her done. So, I have so much here this morning that I've been reading, and it pretty much all says the same thing. America is now a banana republic. And I'm going to go back to a quote of Alexis de Tocqueville, because I believe if you have the negative thoughts, as I do from time to time, if you have the negative thought that America's lost and it can't come back, that you can't come home again. Why did Alexis de Tocqueville see this in America? The greatness of America lies not in being more enlightened than any other nation, but rather in her ability to repair her faults. Do we no longer believe we can repair the faults that we can turn back to God? Because that is the reason. That is the only answer. Are we praying as we should? Are we compassioned for the lost children that they have taken, the left has taken and confused, and these children are being mutilated, murdered, Babies are murdered by the thousands. And yet, they tell you Donald Trump's the evil man. They tell you Christians are the bad guys because we look at the trans and we see someone who's mentally ill, who needs help. They look at him and they go, hey, let's use these people. I think we can instill violence in them. And they can go after those Christians. Because you see, evil hates prayer. 
Evil hates God. The Democrat Party hates God. They've made it well known. Oh, but so-and-so is a Democrat and they don't. Oh, really? Then why are they still in that party? Why aren't they standing up for God? Do they believe that they could separate their faith and their belief in God from politics? Because if they did, and they did, that's why we're in the darkness right now. Because they turned away from their God. They only go to God on Sundays. Or maybe Wednesdays. If you're a Baptist. I have here several articles talking about a banana republic. And I have in my hand an article from Victor Davis Hanson. It's quite lengthy, but I'm just going to give you the highlights of it. Indict one and all. You see, it isn't just Donald Trump they're indicting. He is the one standing there. But it is all of us who believe in a constitutional republic, who believe in faith in a God, the God, one God, that they want to destroy. So he starts breaking this down. And he says, Americans are trying to figure out what constitutes an indictable offense for current and retired public officials. Now, if you're somebody who thinks, well, Trump had to have done something wrong. He must have done something wrong. Well, I'm sure he was not a perfect guy, and we know that from his days when he was the, what do they call it, playboy rich man. He did a lot of things I wouldn't uh pat him on the back for. But when they say everyone is accountable to the law, no one is above the law, they're just lying to you. So, he goes, number one, most legal experts left and right have noted, number one, Bragg promised in advance he would try to find a way to indict Trump. So they went after him. They went after the man. They wanted to find anything they could find to go after him. Why? Because freedom is the enemy of this banana republic, of the Biden, of the Democrats. Number two, no, no former president has ever been indicted, and for good reason. Such prosecutions could be viewed as persecutions and render for all form and render all former presidents. I believe there is one former president that is guilty of treason. And if you can't indict him, maybe you can what do they call it when you kick him out of the country? <laughs> Extradite them. That's me, not Victor Davis Hansen. Number three. Trump is currently ahead in the polls for the Republican nomination to face Democratic incumbent Biden. That's a good reason to go after him, isn't it? Because Biden's, unless something happens between now and then, unless they cause something to happen between now and then, he can't hide in the basement anymore, can he? But perhaps he can put his opponent in the basement. Number four. At least two left-leaning federal and state prosecutors previously, previously have passed on the same evidence that Bragg is now leading in the indictment. Now, we don't know exactly what all is going to be on that indictment. Now, I guess we'll know either today or tomorrow, I think tomorrow. 
Now, I'm just going through these real quickly. Number five, Bragg's chief witness, Michael Cohen, is a known felon and confessed liar. Yet that's their best witness. And he has a personal deep hate for President Trump, which I don't understand. I've never figured that one out, but he does. Number six, the current indictment follows a long line of historic harassment of Trump, including the first incident of two impeachments of a sitting president, the first impeachment trial of a president as a private citizen, remember, and the first FBI armed raid of a retired president's home. The first instance of an FBI director leaking confidential presidential conversations to the media, excuse me, for the purpose of appointing a special counsel to remove a president. Such a symmetry, he says, also raises questions about the equal application of the laws as they are applied to the other officials, the other side. So, number one, Trump did not violate federal law, as did Hillary Clinton when she destroyed federal subpoenas, emails, and devices in others to hide her evidence. Number two, Trump did not violate federal law, as did Hillary Clinton, by sending classified government communications on her own through the unsecured home brood server. Number three, Trump did not violate federal law, as did Hillary Clinton, by hiring through three payroll paywalls a foreign national who is prohibited from working on presidential campaigns to compile a dossier, a dossier to smear her presidential opponent. Number four, Trump did not violate federal campaign laws, as did Hillary Clinton, by hiding her payment as legal services to Christopher Steele through bookkeeping deceptions. All the things that they say Trump did, Hillary Clinton actually did do. And nobody went after her, including the Republican Party. She committed a crime. Trump has not committed a crime. She committed a crime, several crimes, including framing a president of the United States of America. If that's not treason, I don't know what is. Hillary should be locked up or ex. She wasn't a president, so we can lock her up. Trump did not, as did Bill Clinton, Use a crony to search out a high-paying New York job for a premier paramour in order to influence her testimony before a special counsel. Number six, Trump did not, as President Bill Clinton did, <clears throat> receive $500,000 honorarium for a speaking in Moscow while his wife, the Secretary of State, approved a long-standing and lucrative desire of the Kremlin for North American uranium. Uranium One, remember that, to be sold to the Russian Consortium. Consortium, excuse me. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. The right and the left. Yeah, they don't live by the same rules, do they? Not as long as the left's in charge. Maybe that's something we the people need to put an end to. I said Friday, never, ever, 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 ever vote for another Democrat. Not even Manchin if he runs for president. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So I was going through this with Victor Davis Hanson. And um, on number seven, he, he explains that Trump did not, as Barack Obama did, promise Vladimir Putin that he would be more flexible on missile defense. If during this, his own re-election bid, Putin, in return, would give him space. The quid pro quo arrangement led to the U.S. abandonment of key joint missile defense systems with Poland and Czech Republic, and the reciprocally less than uh, two years later, a Russian invasion, most unopposed by the United States, of eastern Ukraine, Crimea. Number eight, Trump did not boastly publicly, I'm sorry, Trump did not boast publicly, as did Joe Biden, that he used U.S. foreign aid monies as leverage to have a Ukrainian government fire a prosecutor who was uh, looking into the Biden family's efforts to sell influence to corrupt Ukrainian interests. Number nine, Trump did not, as the Bidens did, set up a family consortium to leverage monies from Ukraine, Russia, and China on their shared expectations that he might soon run for and be elected president and become compromised. Trump is not mentioned, as is Joe Biden, in family business communications as a recipient of 10% commission on such payoffs. We have the evidence against the Bidens. Why do we not have a DA going after them? It's a federal crime. It's a treason. Number 10. Trump did not, unlike Joe Biden, remove presidential papers without any authority to declassify them and leave them scattered and unsecured in a garage and various other residentials and offices. Number 11. Trump did not, as did the FBI, wipe clean subpoenaed mobile phone records. Number 12. Trump did not, as did interim FBI head Andrew McKay, McCabe, excuse me, admittedly lie under oath and for, on four occasions to federal investigators. Thirteen, Trump did not, as did CIA Director John Brennan, oh, what an evil man, admittedly lie on two occasions while under oath to the U.S. Congress. Rule of law? No one is above the law, they say. Well, apparently the Clintons and the Obamas and the Bidens and the Brennans and the McCabe's and all those are above the law. Let's continue. There's just a few more here. Trump did not, as did Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, admittedly lie on one occasion to the U.S. Congress. Number 15, Trump did not, as did James Comey, claim amnesia or ignorance 245 times while under oath before the United States Congress. Number 16, Trump did not. Remember, sometimes, way back here, the Republicans were in the majority in Congress. You must remember that. He doesn't mention this. He doesn't add that in here. 
But I'm telling you, don't trust all those Republicans. But they should be very much in fear because right now, if they don't play the game, they too will find themselves behind bars. 16. Trump did not, as did FBI Director James Comey, summarize a confidential private conversation with the president and then deliberately leak that classified memo to the media for his own agenda of appointing a special counsel to investigate the president, which turned out to be his best friend, Robert Mueller. 17. Trump did not as did Robert Mueller, claim ignorance while under oath when he asked about the Steele dossier and Fusion GPS, the catalysts for Mueller's own investigation. 18. Trump did not, as did private citizen and former Secretary of State John Kerry, meet clandestinely while out of office with the Iranian officials to help them resist current U.S. policies. Remember when President Trump became president and John Kerry went over to Iran? He was helping Iran, not the United States of America. He cared more about the Iranians than he did about Americans. These things are treason, my friends. They're not just, oh, he's a bad player. He's he's a traitor to the United States of America. All of these are, not Donald Trump. You could think whatever you want about Donald Trump, but he did not. He was not a traitor to the United States of America, and that's not why they're even trying to indict him. They're trying to indict him because he loves the America. 19. Trump did not, as did the FBI and CIA, pay money to Twitter to monitor and smother news stories deemed unlawful. To their agendas. Unhelpful, I'm sorry. Not unlawful. 20. Trump did not, as did then Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, whip up a mob as the doors of the Supreme Court by threatening two sitting justices by name to intimidate them concerning an impending judicial ruling. I tell you, Gorsuch, I want you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. I won't know, you won't know what hits you. Yeah. That is a violation of the law right there. But they unleashed their mob and they are still there at the Supreme Court. Harassing justices. The left repeatedly breaks the law and long-held customs with impunity by weaponizing federal officials, bureaus, bureaucrats, whether defined in the legal sphere by mostly exempting 120 days of mass rioting, looting, arson, mayhem, and lethal weapons. Not only did they unleash them in 2020, they propped them up. They got them out of jail. They paid their bail. They took good care of them because they were doing their job. You see, they have to have violence and chaos, and it's going to get worse before the 2024 election unless they can get rid of Trump. But it's all to intimidate you. The bullies are picking on him to get to you. 
So why does the right not fight? Why do they not stand up for what is right and what is righteous? Why do we allow this to continue? He said, in other words, the left is saying to America something along the following lines. He's actually saying they're giving you the middle finger, my friends. We are so morally superior to you that we can and must employ any means necessary to achieve our unpopular political ends. But you cannot respond in kind or deter as or deter us by mimicking our own tactics because because you should both parties do. They can't do the same thing. Resulting in disorder would undermine the republic. And that is something you won't dare to do. You're too chicken to fight back. That's what they're saying. You're too chicken. Are we chicken, America? I don't think I'm chicken, even though I do constantly look out the door to see if the men in black are coming in here. Because I may be small potatoes, but somebody's listening. I got called a Nazi the other day by somebody for supporting Trump. Yeah, that's what I am. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Kevin Sorbo is coming to St. Louis for Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life dinner. Register for this important dinner event at ProWomanApproach.com. That's ProWomanApproach.com. Sorbo is best known for his series in Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, which became the most watched TV show in the world. He also starred in the number one independent movie 2014, God's Not Dead. Sorbo's strength and inspiration stem from his near-death experience in suffering three strokes and battling to regain his life. Today, Kevin enjoys leading a mentoring program at a nonprofit that ensures access to safe and enriching after-school programs for younger children. Come see Kevin Sorbo on Tuesday, April 11th at the Hilton St. Louis Frontenac Register for this important dinner event at ProWomanApproach.com. That's ProWomanApproach.com. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. This is a gentleman, John Drose. He says junior. I didn't, I didn't introduce him as that when I had him on the air. And I'm going to try and get him back on. He is now doing a substack, And, of course, he puts out a newsletter. But if you'll remember when I had um, the uh, CO2 organization, uh, they were using the show, and then they decided to use something else, he was on with them. But then he kind of does his own thing as well. And uh, this was on Substack, and I got it this morning. And he goes step by step. But you know what? what attracted me was the title. At what point... Do we say enough? And apparently, I don't know if this is part two. He's got the numeral uno two there, the numerical number two on there. If it is, I'm going to go find the other one. But that's kind of my uh, uh, thinking, too. When are you, America, going to put a stop to this? Because we are the only ones who can. And I don't mean violently. That's what they want you to do. Then they can lock you all up. What better way to defeat your opponent than to lock all the voters up? Put your flag out. Not upside down. Don't draw attention. Just show your patriotism. He starts listing in this. uh, uh, The big picture is the communists. Russia and China, and their allies, including those within the United States, are in a life-and-death war against, he says, democracies. Come on, come on, John. Against liberty. Democracies always turn 
into communism. Always have, always will. Democracy, socialism, communism. Our founding fathers didn't want a democracy. Not like they say it is a democracy. That's mob rule. Majority rules. And our Constitution was set in place to protect the minority. He says, here's a list, briefly, step by step, and see several examples of where American opponents are attacking, and with success, they have had to date. Hopefully, this might focus on the attention on areas need we need to push back against, plus imperative of working together with other like-minded citizens. Now, I like John. I really do like John. I think he's got... Lots a good head on his shoulders, and he makes so many good points. He's anti um, uh, windmills. He's anti. He's he's for truth. And when I put my Substack on a week or two ago about my case for Trump, he said I agree with everything except I think he's unelectable. Why would we think he's unelectable? Do you still see these crowds out there? DeSantis had a book signing in uh, Florida. I forget what city it was in. Let me find it out here real quick. And uh, it was (laughs) not harassed by, but here it is. He holds in Long Island, in Long Island. And it was a flash mob of Trump supporters popped up everywhere, had their Trump flags and signs and honking their horns and carrying on. I think we're trying to tell DeSantis, it's not your time. It's not your time. He's having trouble. He's been he's been now perceived as a Manchurian candidate because he takes money from the big boys. And he voted the wrong way a few times when he was representative. If he wants to prove to Beth that that's not who he is, then I say don't declare, but put all your support behind Donald Trump. Ivek Ramaswamy, several weeks ago when he announced his uh, running for president. I'll get back to this in just a second. <laughs> I'm going to chase a few pe- flu rabbits here. I, um, I thought it was odd. He didn't want to say he was running against Donald Trump. He said, I'm not running against anyone. I'm running for president of the United States. But since all this came up about the indictment of Donald Trump, all of a sudden Ivek Ramaswamy says, I'm run- I know I'm running against Trump, but I know I'm running against Trump, but so now he's running against Trump, where before he was only running for president. So check Ramaswamy off the list. Check. The list of points that John Droz puts out there is exactly what we have read over and over and over again. He's got more than eight of them here. Over and over and over again on the useful idiots. What the left planned to do to make it a complete socialistic, communistic state, and they have taken it all the way to Marxism. And we, the people, sit here and allow it. So when will we say enough is enough? Do you hate Donald Trump so bad because he had a few mean tweets? Why do you hate the man? What did he do to you to make you hate the man? 
did nothing to you. I have a relative that a son-in-law lost a job. So she hates Donald Trump. <laughs> well, I recall he was a Democrat. I don't know what job he lost or why he lost it or if it was because of the lockdowns. He's in a Democrat state. What's happening to this country is bad. But it's not Donald Trump's fault. It's the left. It's your Congress. It's the universities that have been taken over. So he starts listening target standards. Strategy, promote relativism. Religion, strategy, undermine Judeo-Christianity, beliefs and morality. (laughs) They've done that exactly. Target men, strategy, emasculate and feminize and weaken the men. Remember toxic testosterone, toxic, toxic uh, masculinity, excuse me. I believe the testosterone can be toxic. That's what that girl was taking when she was trying to be a boy, and she shot all those people up in the school. Target the women. Strategy. Defeminize women. Dilute the role of mothers. How much more are we going to take, America? Yeah, turn your mommy over to the Democrats? (laughs) Family. Strategy. Define. There's the target. Define what a conventional family is and undercut its importance. Education. Propagandize the children. That's the strategy. Initiative. Strategy. Award participation instead of accomplishments. Yeah, participation trophy. Uh, There's several of these. I kind of wasted time when I went off on the candidates. But I'm telling you right now, the Democrats are an evil party and they are taking over this country. They have taken over this country. When, as John Rose Jr. would say, when is enough going to be enough that you will take a stand? We maybe can't go home again. But I believe Americans can rise above the impossible and bring America home.